Yo, 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 welcome back to the Mad Boy Podcast. I'm your man, Joshua Oquaza. And I am Cordell McDonald, and this is episode three of the Mac Woody Podcast. Episode man. three, episode three, man. How you been this week? What you been doing this week? Doing good. You know, I went and played that round of golf we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was How'd good. Go? Uh, we beat the guys we scrambled against. Me and my partner did. It's always good. Yeah, we did pretty good. I, I drained one pretty putt. It was probably about a 25-foot putt. Okay. It felt good. It felt good. It was for bogey, but it felt good. Okay. But you, man? What you been up to? Man, just working out, running. You've been trying for the half training marathon? for the half marathon. How's man. that going? It's been a process, but we've been working, man. We've been working. It's all that matters. You've been doing that training, man? I'm running a few miles. Running a few miles? They're not a lot of miles, like, hey, but we're running. you got to start somewhere. We're running. We're, the, we're in a spot now where we can get ready. We can get ready. We can get ready. But uh, who you got in the, uh, the national championship coming up this year? Uh, this man, week, right? it's hard to go against Alabama. Like, I feel like Nick Saban's going to have these guys ready. They're going to take down Justin Fields or whatever. Who you got? Yeah, Justin Fields was looking nice in the last game. But, I mean, me, for me personally, it's SEC over everything. Right, In right, season. Right. Yeah, so I got Alabama as well. Well, what do you what do you think it's like, you know, being like a college athlete? Man, I really it think it's like pretty much been in the NFL, but with besides like all the I, – I hate to go deep in this, but like all the contract situations, like they're just playing football. But they're on the same schedule as an NFL player, I feel like. And they also have to go to class. Well, I mean I mean me personally, I I know you know, man, I try to stay active, but but my body's still hurting and I'm I'm still pretty young. I right, like right, think. right. So, you know, I know these guys are struggling, you know, they have to go to class. I mean, I, I have friends that are that are SEC football players okay. and, and they uh, you know, they wake up on days they have to go to class, they go to class, but then every day they have you know, meetings, watching film, uh, workouts Monday through Thursday. I think they're doing four days a week. Okay. And then Friday they travel to the games, obviously. Right, right. Yeah, on Saturday. But, uh, but yeah, you got to think about in between class, if they need it, these guys are having to get recovery. You know, that can take an hour out of your day just like that. So, like, can you explain to me what's the difference between, like, a one-and-done athlete and, like, a player that has to stay all four years because – there are differences that people don't really realize what's the difference. Well, with, with one and done, I mean, that's specifically talking about basketball players. Right, right. Uh, with the football players, I think, like, a bigger difference you could compare would be, like, Juco to D1. Okay. And, I mean, I, one of my buddies is, you know, that, that plays, he uh, he's from Juco. And he said, he said in Juco everything was about, like, we're going to try to break down your weaknesses. We're going to push you past your limits. Right, right. Like, they're, they're really running you down up there. And then at D1, you know, it's probably a little more laid back. But then again, the expectations are probably higher. Right, right. But he, he really says, you know, like Juco was really pushing it past his limits, mm-hmm. just eliminating all the weakness that he had. And then now that he's in a D1 program, he's more, you know, they're still pushing him and testing him, but they're taking care of his body. Right, right. Which I think is, you know, really so you feel important. like in bigger schools they protect you more than they do in Juco as far as taking care of you wise. Oh yeah, I, I feel like they get more, way more, way better treatment than JUCO players because they're financially, their schools are financially stable. Yeah, they have a lot to provide more, them way more than a JUCO. The player. facilities are definitely nice. Oh yeah, like that's just one thing that's you know obvious. But like as far as like the actual schedule of the athlete, like their daily routine, it's probably about the same. Right, right. Just right. everything's a little bit nicer in a D one program. Right, right. So while we're talking about like the whole financial thing, like 
I'm going to just ask the big question. Do you think college athletes should get paid? Um, well, you know, some football players are that are on scholarship, they, oh. they are getting paid. Oh, I, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, yeah, they make – here, let me look at it real quick. I believe it's like 1500 a month. They're making like twelve thousand a year in some yeah in some of these D one programs okay, well, if they're if they're on full scholarship. And granted, these D one schools only give full scholarships. Right, right, right. You know, you're not really getting partial scholarships, so it's it's all or nothing. But like during the season, I think they're getting like fifteen hundred, and then during the off season, I think they get a thousand a month every two weeks. I'm not exactly sure, but they are getting the cash stipends. But then uh, one of my one of my friends that played at Kansas, he was oh. you know. He kind of was like running a little bit of. He was pushing for pay to pay the players, but obviously he was a football player. Right, if right. I was a football player, I'd want to get paid yeah, too. I want some money too. Yeah, everybody wants to get some money. So uh, he was saying he was like, from his personal experience, he was like, a lot of these athletes, you know, come from from like low income, and they're not right, used right. to having a lot of money. He says they could he, they could use that to you know teach financial responsibility, teach financial management. To a lot of players who never had money, because he he looked at a lot of uh, you know NFL athletes who who you know ended up blowing their money going bankrupt because they didn't have any experience in that. Right, and man, I feel like college athletes should get paid just because it's pretty much their job to make that school look good. You know, if it was if it wasn't for them guys that being there, they wouldn't be able to make that school look good and help help the school pretty much make money and shine. Yeah, and it's. It's kind of bogus because they're selling so so much merch. Right, like, right, right. You can imagine like all the publicity Zion was getting, and then Trevor Lawrence, and then Alabama, guys. Alabama every single year. Um, but I remember one year like they were talking about the Louisville basketball team. It's yeah. been a couple of years ago, but they were talking about how oh you know even though we're a big name uh, program, you know making the March Madness tournament every year, they were still losing money. But I mean, it's like you're making all these sales, but then you buy this. $25 million facility or whatever it is, you know, all these stuff they're just writing off to make it look like they're not making any money. It's like, we know you guys are probably right, right. off the players. Like, it's obvious. They're trying to cover it up to make it seem like, oh, we're not really making money, but mm-hmm. here's this nice facility. But then also, like, the NCAA, their whole thing is, like, amateur, you know, athletes. And once you pay the player, that, that typically was like, okay, you're no longer an amateur. Now you're a professional and you're losing your eligibility. Ooh, I can look at it that way. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you can. That's how. That's why I think they're doing it through the cash stipend. It's like, yeah, we're giving you money, like twelve thousand a year. You know, some people say, oh, that's not a lot. You know, well, it's not a lot compared to professional athletes. Right. For most college students, that's yeah. that's pretty nice. That's a nice little refund. And also, you know, not all these athletes are you know an Alabama running back. They're they're not all Heisman front runners. You know, right. Some of these guys are third string, just out there doing it. Maybe not even on scholarship, or maybe doing it just to get through school. But for those guys, I could see it being more, you know, valuable for the paid players for them, yeah, rather than the ones that actually have. They're to pretty much already court. working the way from the bottom. Because mm-hmm. I mean, your odds are you're not going pro. Right, right. But uh, all this sports talk has got me talking. I think I mentioned to you about Tom Segura the other day. Um, so he he's been on like this weight loss journey. He's openly said he's overweight. I mean, he's a comedian. He, you know, he's open about these things. Okay. And him, him, and another comedian, Bert Kreischer, the Machine. Some yeah, people, some I'm people, the know, some people know him as that. Yeah. Uh, they were doing this contest where they were they were dunking. They were starting off on like seven and a half and eight foot rims, and they were working their way up. 
Okay. And uh, Bert, I don't think got very far, but uh, but um, Tom, Tom Segura, he went up and he dunked on a nine-foot rim, I'm pretty sure. And they said the, the guy they had out there coaching, he looked at me and said, Tom, you got some of that Larry Johnson in you. You know who Larry Johnson is? He was a basketball player. He was in Space Jam. He played for the, the Hornets. Right, right, day. right. You know, he, he almost looked like a football player. Yeah, he was yeah. a bigger guy. He was dunking. He was a really aggressive player. He was like, Tom, you got some of that Larry Johnson. And Tom looked at him. He's like, man, dude, I love Larry Johnson. Like, Larry Johnson is my favorite player. Yeah. And he's like, are you going to believe me when I show you this? And he reached into his bag. And he had a Larry Johnson jersey. No way. Yeah. So he was like, oh, you – you got it now. So they, they raised up the uh, the rim to nine foot five. Uh-huh. Tom Segura, middle aged overweight man. Let's try to dunk on nine and a half foot goal. Now he's got the inner Larry Johnson. In yeah, you got the jersey. He's, he's hyping himself up. I'm gonna let you know, man. It goes all downhill from here. Wow. He he goes up to dunk on nine and a half foot rim. I don't know if he slips or his knee gave out first, but he he blows out his knee. Man, he doesn't look that bad, but you can tell as he falls, he's doing. It. But as he's falling and he's slipping. His left arm just sneaks around his back, goes behind his back. It's a traitor, and he falls on his left arm, and he's breaking his left arm, too. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's, sad, it's sad to say, but, I mean, he's a comedian. He's openly laughing about it. So, gotcha. I mean, I don't know. Find a little humor in that, if you will. I got you. Man, all the sports talks, and we talk about football. We talk about basketball. But there's a certain type of sport that we haven't talked about. Talked about. And that's women's sports. So, like, when you think of women's sports, what do you think of? First off, I don't know if that's a certain type of sports, but, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, but when I think of women's sports, I mean, the most prominent professional league would be the WNBA. Right. But then, I mean, Venus and Serena come to mind for mm-hmm. tennis. And then women's women's golf, as far as professional sports go. Oh, and, and uh, soccer. I'm not a big soccer fan, but. In America, you know, women's soccer is top tier, A1. Yeah. But, uh, shout out to Sarah Fuller and uh, yeah. Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, I believe Vanderbilt. so. She yeah. became the first female to play in a Power, power 5 conference game. And she ended up kicking a PAT. Some cool. NFL kickers can't even do that. Hey. And she in the college kicking PATs. But, yeah. But, yeah, why do you think that is? Why aren't women's professional sports not popular? Well... I ask a couple people that I work out with that are women. I asked like why they weren't interested in women's sports. And some gave me the answer like they were boring. They weren't really into women's basketball and women's golf. But I think it's because most women don't watch sports. And they for sure wouldn't watch a sport with other women playing. So yeah, yeah. that's why I think it's not viewed as highly as men's sports. Well, you know, the athleticism, like the WNBA to the NBA, there's something about, you know, a guy who's just jumping out the building that really takes a lot of people's breath away. Right, right, right. Like somebody flying through the air to dunk a ball. You even see reactions from players on the bench. Mm -hmm. They're even like, oh, my goodness, like this dude just took off. And in the WNBA, you really – you're not going to see that. Like, I understand the women in the NBA who are recording dunks and they're dunking the basketball. Those women are probably more athletic than I am. But at the same time, they're not the athletic ability of, like, some of the male professional athletes. But just think about the sports that are, like, women or more dominant than men. Like, I feel like in some of those CrossFit competitions, man, like, 
that may not be like an official sport, but it's a competition. I feel like some of those women probably get out out compete me in that. So like, I, yeah, there's there's definitely women who can beat me in several competitions, but. Uh, swimming. I mean, when women are naturally gifted at, at swimming, I can't swim. Long, so long distance there. swimming, and in, in sprints, and males have the advantage. But uh, you know, you think about there's professional basketball for women. There's professional soccer. Is there professional softball? Is that a thing? I think that's just in college, but I don't quote me on that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's one of the major sports. You know, at least male professional sports. Like, right, right, right. You would think there. There has to be a league for women softball. Yeah, yeah. I just so. don't know the name of it. Well, so if you were in charge of marketing women's sports, like how would you try to market them? Well, I will. I probably put them in more commercials. And I say that because I feel like them being in commercials will like keep the audience, well, make make the audience more in tune with the sport. So, like, if they see a Serena Williams or a women's sports figure on TV, then they'll probably go watch some of their sports. I don't know that may or may not work, but that's just how I would do it. Do you have anything? Uh, to be honest, I don't I don't really watch a lot of TV, so I don't think commercials would be the best idea. And, but, you know, when you do see advertisements for really any fresh sport, most of the time it is, you know, the male athlete. Right. You, you occasionally see, uh, you know, Venus, Serena, I remember where we're well known. Uh, Megan Rapinoe has been getting some notifications. Amanda Nunes in the UFC. Yeah. She gets like credibility. But when you look at like sports wear, at least when like you got shopping, look at sports wear. It seems like that is predominantly marketed towards women. You're right. Like sports gear, like all the mannequins. Yeah, there are a lot of mannequins. Yeah, a lot well. of mannequins. And yeah, see girls on Instagram and their sports wear too. They're like doing little sponsored posts. I don't follow those accounts. Well, good for you, man. 2021, maybe I should quit following them. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know how you how you could market it. But like you said, the audience, the audience, the demographic for sports is probably mostly male. So maybe they're not worried about it. Yeah, I don't really know the perfect way to market it, but I'm sure there's some way you can do it that will help the viewership of women's sports rise. Well, well what about marketing and sports in general? Uh, yeah, sports is really probably the best thing that is marketed. So I don't know how else you could make it better. What do, what do they do that's so great? I mean, is it just word of mouth? Yeah. Is just everybody I think it's word of mouth. And I think social media, social media has a hard impact on a, well, not hard, but positive impact on sports. Yeah, and you know, you're seeing like Cam, he like made like a little short documentary about his like right. comeback YouTube. season. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, right. using YouTube, reaching out on all these other social media platforms. Uh, the Steelers receivers, you know, they're dancing on TikTok. They're out there dancing on TikTok. So um, I really think it's social media playing hard. I say, oh, why don't you sound hard? In in like this this new age we're coming into, you're seeing a lot of the younger athletes market themselves. Right. You know, you didn't really see this from the Peyton. At least I didn't think I saw it from the Peyton Manning. Yeah, I don't even think Peyton Manning had a Twitter. Probably not. But, you know, now these, you know, you can check back tweets from these athletes from 10 years ago. Right. That's just the way it is. But uh, but yeah, man, I've enjoyed sitting here to chat with you. You know, we're gonna have to keep recording these. Keep yeah, these and make out. sure y'all follow our IG account. It's uh Mac Woding on Instagram. So that's where we're going to start posting our clips, and we just want to grow our Instagram account and start getting better at this. Yeah, we'll let be- us know what y'all think.
Yeah, we'll be posting more there. We'll be more engaging. So we thank the listeners that are listening right now, and we thank the ones that listen listen to the first episode. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Thanks for all the support, and we'll talk to you later. Peace.